<laughs> All right, what's up? We are here with Kelly Benfi, my first ever guest hey. on this pod. And um, so, yeah, a little introduction about Kelly. She's a PT. She owns Onward Physical Therapy. And she is a super awesome mega games athlete now. How crazy is that? It's wild. Something I never thought I would say without laughing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? I don't know. I mean, it didn't. It seemed like such a lofty goal. And I remember one time I actually had a person say like, oh, yeah, no, that's never going to happen. And so even like thinking about regionals way back when I was like, do you think I could ever make that? And he was straight up like, no. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. I, I love that. I but we're gonna get, we're gonna that. get into that. We're gonna get into that. No, no, no. I love that. I love it. But we're gonna get into that for sure. So games was like off the table. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're a freaking games athlete, dude. Yep. So look, I just want to say thank you so much for being on here, being my first ever pod guest. Yeah, first ever pod guest. We're gonna release this as the first one. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude, for sure. And you, I, I mean. You have been somebody that I have actually looked up to, believe it or not, and I really appreciate you letting me train with you on Wednesdays, you know, being kind of a, I would say a CrossFit mentor at this point right now. You I know? hope I've taught you a few things. You've taught me a few <laughs> things. You've taught me do not do five super, super fast wall walks at six <laughs> inches for a deficit because that will crush you. That's exactly what we did. You so learn. You live and learn. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so, okay. Kelly. CrossFit, this is like, this is your thing, right? You are now a games athlete. I want to talk about like the inception of how this all started. Like what, what's your athletic background? How did you get into it? Or how did you get into athletics in the first place? Okay. Yeah. We're going back then. Yeah. Um, I grew up doing gymnastics. Mm -hmm. So I did gymnastics for about 10, 11 years. Okay. And then I started doing track and field in high school. So I pole vaulted on the track team. And then I liked track more than I was liking gymnastics. So I made the switch to like primarily do track and I got recruited to run track at school. So I got a scholarship to be able to pole vault on a team. Um, I went to Northeastern University in Boston. Um, so I did that for four years. And while we were, I did weightlifting in high school to help with training for track. And then in college, we did more like hang power cleans because that's really explosive. Mm -hmm. It translates really well to your performance on the track. Um, and I loved the weightlifting or the weight room aspect of training more than like anything. I didn't yeah. really actually have the best college career that I had always hoped and dreamed for. Um, and there was a really good uh, powerlifting coach that was our strength training coach at college. And he was like, like you're in the wrong sport and I was like bro I know <laughs> this is way more fun too okay. um all the squatting and benching and all that stuff uh so I finished up my eligibility for track and field and I was like what the heck do I do now like mm. I was really disappointed with the lack of success I had in track and then what about what what about the so like what happened in track that you were hoping for that you didn't actually get to? Um, we were, I just wanted to like win competitions. I don't know, okay. like do feel successful. Like yeah. I injured myself. I had a stress fracture in my foot in senior year of high school. And then it was in an area that doesn't like heal well. So I had a surgery to put screws in to heal it. Then I had another surgery to take screws. Like the whole thing just lasted about two years. Mm. So for two years I was like in a boot more than I wasn't in a boot. So out of the sport and then I but you still got recruited. 
Well, yeah, so I got recruited, signed, and then I got injured. Oh, okay. So fortunately, I was glad I still had that plan in place. Mm -hmm. um, and then after having like two years off of not competing, I don't know if it's just I felt like I had to make up for that time lost. I had so much pressure on myself to perform and like make up for that first year where I redshirted. And then the rest of my college career, I was like a mental head case and would like run down the runway with my pole and just like run through the pit and like not even be able to take off. Really? Yeah. And I couldn't figure out how to actually like get out of that mental block until the last year. I finally like decreased some of that literal emotional weight on my shoulders that literally didn't let me do anything with the sport. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden like the season's over, over. It just didn't give me enough time. So I was so sad and bummed about that. Was that the first time that you, sorry, my phone just went off. Was that the first time in like your athletic career going from gymnastics to track and then track in college? Was that the first time that you ever felt that kind of weight on you? Um, yeah. I mean, I always put a ton of pressure on myself. And when I was younger, I don't think I handled it well, of course, mm -hmm. thinking like, oh, this one competition that like doesn't mean anything is like the world. And if I don't do well, it's the end of the world. Yeah, <laughs> so, for like, sure. That's how I acted when I was younger, I think. Um, but then when I went to school, like I got a, a scholarship to compete there. Yeah, D1, right? Yeah, yeah, it was D1. We're in the Colonial Athletic Association, like not the top of the top, but still super good. Great. Notable. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I was super proud to do that. And I felt like I needed to earn it sure I mean wh who wouldn't any athlete like would like to not only earn it but be the best see success in whether there is a scholarship or not too yeah so I just every practice was so miserable I was probably the worst teammate ever to be around <laughs> like mentally mentally like yeah basically everything except okay. for the weight room though i love that stuff yeah yeah, yeah. that was great <laughs> we'd be like squatting so much it was awesome <laughs> were you were you like one of the stronger ones naturally on the team yeah with squat and bench like your power lifts yes because yeah. i had done that i've been expo exposed to that in high school and then we started to learn like a hang power clean like mm. i said we did some olympic lifts and I was like mad that one of the athletes on my team was like smaller than me, but could hang power clean like 135, no problem. And I was like trying to reverse curl 65 pounds, like <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. Um, so in that, like that one, no, I wasn't. Um, but that at least had exposed me to the Olympic lifts at that point. Sure. Okay. So then you said uh, like your last year was when you kind of got over that mental barrier. What, what, what exactly like was the mental block? And what do you think it was that got you past that? Was it like a support group of people? What was your support group like back then? Parents, boyfriends, whatever it was. Um, teammates, parents, uh, no boyfriend or anything. It's probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, Heck yeah. I finally found a sports psychologist that actually clicked. I had done, I tried that a couple You did times. that in college? Yeah, they had wow. one. They had one in our, I remember I would have meetings like in the private room of our athletic training room. That's sweet. So yeah, it was really helpful. Yeah. I had tried that previously, but didn't click with the first two that I had tried. Because I think I did one like online, one in person when I was younger. And mm. like, I don't know if it's just I wasn't mature enough to like take the help from them to figure out how to get there. Yeah. Because that is still something you have to do in like the work you have to do inward. Yeah, they so can I, offer you all the like tools, but you have to put the work in. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and I remember, I still remember <laughs> this. You're making me like dig all these memories out from like the back folders. That's what we want. Oh, yeah. Want the juice, dude. I remember one day he was like, Kelly, what are you going to do when you graduate? Because I was like having this like talk. I was like, if I don't do well at this last track meet, like, oh, like acting like the world is over. He was like, Kelly, what are you going to do after you graduate? And I was like, I'm going to be a physical therapist. And he was like, what are you going to do if you do PR and do win this competition after you graduate? And I was like, I'm still going to go be a physical therapist. He was yeah. like, whether you get dead last, whether you just do okay, whether you win, you are going to eventually be the same person. Like you're going to, your path doesn't change. Right. And that moment, I literally remember being like, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, like the mushroom cloud out of my head. Yeah. I was like, that's so, that sounds so simple when I say it out loud right yeah. now, you know, yeah. but in that moment I was like, holy crap. I have wasted so much time, like being angry. Yeah, is or, it a like, waste of time, or like, because as as we like go forward in your yeah. life, is it a waste of time, or did it like help build you into this like, totally. you know, super athlete that you are now, yeah. like a champion? So in a way, like after I finished, like didn't do great, was sure. super bummed, and I still like was disappointed in that. But you're right, like I can be so thankful that. Um, those experiences have helped me now i'm not the like perfect mental athlete still like we all have our struggles but right like i have wondered so many times like man oh i wish i started crossfit when i was 21 mm -hmm. and i'm like nope actually i probably don't because i would have been a psychopath and let do that like just have all the same poor mental toughness habits yep. yeah so yes you're right like i in retrospect like am very thankful that i eventually took a hard route to get to where I got yeah and to be honest I actually kind of feel bad for like CrossFit athletes that start with CrossFit because they don't have as much exposure to like real pressure you know what I mean like when you are a part of not that it's not real pressure but it's still such a niche thing that it seems like a lot of them fall apart for no reason whereas like a, coll a collegiate athlete somebody who's D1 or you even so watch Danielle Brandon like I don't like her that much, no offense, but like when you, but when you look at the way she performs and stuff, it's like, it's, it's like you can tell that she was a college athlete. Mm -hmm. Like she's so well put together. She does things methodically. Like she thinks before she acts or whatever. So I don't know. I think that there's a lot to be said about that. And you just like, you needed that experience. It made you a better yeah. athlete later on. I you can know? be so thankful that I eventually got, I don't know if it's, like more level-headedness approaching big competitions like you i do appreciate having nervousness leading up to a competition and you train for months leading up to it mm -hmm. and like one lift could be it or not it yeah and but yes like at the end of the day i like often hear myself saying like you're still gonna be like you're still gonna be business owner kelly you're still gonna be able to be a crossfit athlete it like it's okay it decre yeah. it like desensitizes how scary or high stress some of these things can be yeah and that's really important because i can see that in other younger athletes mm -hmm. they don't have the ability to like be able to brush it off because like yeah when you're younger you think the world is gonna end when stuff doesn't go your way yeah i mean over, maybe like, that's only me but yeah <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. totally yeah. do you think that those are like skills that you bring into just like everyday training too um i try to I definitely try to. I have been having to work on that a lot because with this season, there has been a whole different level of pressure yeah. because now 
like, okay, we're going to the games mm -hmm. and I'm still going to be, I am still going to be cross or uh, b business owner, Kelly, physical therapist, Kelly after this. Mm -hmm. But if we do really well, like that actually could change my future. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, is that a yeah, yeah. wrong yeah. way to, I mean, not no. like in a, a little bit, it's going to increase exposure. Like that's a really cool opportunity, but I guess at the base level, like I'm still going to have the same foundations of who I am afterwards. So I do still try to like have that same approach of like, let's go have fun. We're, I'm still going to like go back to living in Milwaukee, be owning and crushing this business with Drew after none of that's going to change. Nobody can take that away from no. me. And I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. Now. It's just a different stage, right? Totally. Same thing, different stage. Maybe a little bit more high pressure. You're on a team. A little more stuff, high pressure, but, but I think we're ready for it. But I yeah. have struggled this season with some of that pressure because now I am on a team. And when I was an individual athlete, I was the only person I had to face at the end of the day. So I could have those conversations with myself and it was fine. And now being on a team, it's like, okay, well, I've been having like some difficulty with my snatch. I'm kind of in funk right now. I'm sure you can appreciate that. Sure, yeah. And I'm like, if I don't figure this out, like I'm letting them down and like, I, I've personally been struggling with that extra layer of pressure that mm. I never anticipated. Yeah. Well, I think you so. could probably take like comfort at least in knowing that they definitely have their own struggles too. You know what I mean? That's whether, what whether or not yeah. they tell you about it, but they're oh, definitely yeah. going through it as well. Exactly. Me and Pieta, the other girl on my team, we have had so many conversations because it's usually us that are the limiting factor. <laughs> so we're always like, like, it's gotta be someone. What's the common denominator there? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just oh, like around. it's always me. That's how I feel. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh -huh. Anyway, okay, so let's bring it back to um, let's bring it back to. So, you went from high school, or when did you do gymnastics? It was I, like middle school. Like I started when I was five, and then I did it competitively until I was in tenth grade. Okay, cool. And then you made the transition to track and field. Mm -hmm. and then you went to college. So when you get out of college and you're pursuing like mm -hmm. the physical therapy. What brought you into CrossFit? Yeah, so I had a friend uh, on the track team. We call this our meathead summer. Okay. We would. Because <laughs> we had no Different from hot girl summer. <laughs> it was our meathead summer. <laughs> the It was like my sixth year of PT school <laughs> after I finished my eligibility. We would go to the regular gym on our campus and just go in there and build up to a heavy single back squat and then a heavy single bench every time literally like three times a week jesus <laughs> so funny. did you pr I all the time it was nick so nick if you randomly see this what's good but <laughs> we would go and he would chug a monster in the lobby we'd go up there and then just build up to a heavy single squat and bench and then leave that we were oh like what else do we do God. it was so funny and we knew that was stupid yeah but it was like not so good funny because the four or five years leading up to that, we were always in the like varsity athletic gym, following a program. It was kind of just have some freedom and like mm -hmm. just mess around with whatever. Cause like we, we like to challenge ourselves. And like right. I said, I love the weightlifting, but man, it was so stupid. Um, but hilarious thing about, and then yeah. I had another friend who was a thrower on the track team and he started doing weightlifting at CrossFit Fenway, which okay. is now Invictus Boston. Oh, sweet. Yeah. In like right next to Fenway Park in Boston. I walk, could walk to it from my apartment. And he was like, Kelly, you really should try this CrossFit thing. Like, I really think you're going to like it. And yeah. I was like, oh, no. Were but you I like hesitant kind of, towards it? I was hesitant because yeah. being a physical therapist, people would kind of talk bad on CrossFit. Of like, oh, you're foregoing 
form for time and all that stuff like that was it was early in that i forget wait, what 2015 it was like when everybody early. was hating on crossfit it was kind of early yeah in that phase or whatever and i was like but i'm a physical therapist and i move well and blah blah, blah. yeah yeah um but i also <laughs> was like oh, okay but i'm doing my last clinical rotation in a new city how am i gonna meet people okay i think you meet people through crossfit in adulthood so i was like fine and i agreed to doing it so i was like i'll just do like two times a week that'll give me a little bit of structure um, and I just, didn't, I didn't really know much else about it. And the first time I went, it was, might've been like the first or second time we built up to like, I don't know if it was, <laughs> everything was just built up to a heavy single note, yeah. but no, I remember cleaning 175, like one of my first three cl classes or something like that. And you were and reverse curling 65 in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I figured it out. I did figure it out. Um, and the coach there was like, you should take this seriously. <laughs> like, really? like sad. I was like. <laughs> Let's talk about your Just membership. Like, nice. yeah. And I was like, no, we're going to do it two times because I still have my meathead summer like practices with Nick, you yeah. know? <laughs> practices. <laughs> so I would do yeah. like two days a week at CrossFit Fenway, two days a week in the regular gym. Yeah. And then I started doing three times a week. And then around then was when I moved to Chicago. Okay. And so I joined a gym in Chicago, Division Street CrossFit, right in Wicker Park. And that community was amazing. That's where mm. I met like all my great friends. And I did my first open there. It was so fun. And basically the CrossFit gym was the reason I stayed in Chicago and didn't move back to Boston after. So really? I got a job as a physical therapist in Chicago because I was like, I met these awesome friends. Like, I love this place. Yeah, that's crazy. I was crazy. kind of like down for a change. I didn't, I don't have family in Boston necessarily. And so I stayed there. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when you clean that 175 at Boston or in Boston, what was that conversation actually like with the coach? Oh, he just kind of like sat back and was like, that's not normal. <laughs> like, oh, you should take okay. this a little more seriously. Like that's all it was. Pretty okay. Much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, got it. <laughs> yeah. So then when you get to Chicago, what was like the turning point where you like, or did somebody tell you, or did you feel it? Cause I feel like for people who are higher performers, let's say, right. I feel like there's always kind of this like little voice in their head that's saying like, like it, it points them in the right direction, like what you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Was that there for you when it, like when you were doing CrossFit or did somebody say something again in Chicago? What was the, yeah. what was the turning point? Uh, I just did class mm -hmm. and love to do the like local comp here and there. Um, but it was more about just like hanging out with the people for the first three, four years okay. at least of doing CrossFit. And like we had a crew, we loved to like go in on Sundays and do weightlifting. And, um, but we also loved to do the big group class on Saturday and then go walk down division street where all the bars and restaurants were and yeah. do like bottomless brunch all day until we like died, you know? <laughs> nice. Like, so yeah. we were very, so you were a normal person for a little bit. Absolute normal person. Um, <laughs> I, re but I remember the first year I did the open, like I surprised myself. They like convinced me I should do RX and I was like, I don't know. I'm nervous. Um, like did well. Mm -hmm. I forget when I had that conversation where I was like, hmm, if I actually like tried harder, do you think I could make regionals? And I had no concept of actually where I was compared to what the athletes were actually doing to get to regionals at that point. Yeah. So in a way, I don't blame the guy for saying like, oh God, no way. Because yeah. I was like, look at me, what I do on Saturdays. I go work out and then I go booze all day, you yeah. know? So like, yeah. obviously that wasn't going to help. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so like, don't blame you at all for like, telling me that. But when he said that, I kind of was like, oh, okay, I guess never mind. I was kind of sad, but I didn't think about it. So again, I just did classes, enjoyed it, local comps, loved pushing it. 
in that aspect for years. Mm -hmm. Then when did it, so when they changed it to the season two quarterfinals, semifinals, then the games, right? Yeah. Um, that's, so that first year they did it, the, in the beginning of that year, we had just come off COVID, I think, right? Was that 2021? I don't know. Let's, uh, let's ask the audience. I think it was. When was it? I think it, 2021 was the first year they had this new thing that was like exactly perfect for the people like me, mm. people that love to push it. And were you could say above average, like did RX everything competitive, blah, blah, blah. Um, so th I was like, Ooh, that's really cool because I didn't have what it took to jump straight from the open to a major event after. Um, and so coming off of COVID, I was like not eating anything. Like I was like depressed, not eating sad. I had a boyfriend at that time. Still do same thing. Hunter, Hunter oh, at same, that time. Okay. Yeah. Still Hunter. <laughs> sorry. Okay. I had like, same thing. Anymore, same thing. <laughs> I had Hunter at that time and he was like, Kelly, what'd you eat today? And I was like, mm, like a banana and a handful of granola the fuck and he was like maybe that's why you're so mean and I was like, <laughs> oh <laughs> but like i had no energy so i had like i literally just be like oh it's fine i'll just be hungry i didn't even feel hungry anymore so i just i was like depressed from that year because of covid yeah like we yeah. all struggle like living in chicago was tough because everything was shut down it was a very different experience depending on where you lived yeah. i would say but not to focus on that um, I had re it was pointed out to me kindly by Hunter, thank you, that I probably should eat more. So I started doing RP, and it basically like uh, you could even say it tripled what I was eating just to maintain body weight. So I probably doubled slash tripled what I was eating. I lost eight pounds, and then I did quarterfinals for the first time. And I placed two hundred. Well, I think it's because you had to be top one hundred and twenty to make it to semifinals, and I was a hundred spots out. And I was like, damn. I tried for three months and did that holy shit yeah, sorry yeah. can we swear on this yeah absolutely oh. uh, <laughs> i was like okay i didn't like that wasn't that like i just touched the surface of maybe like trying putting all my eggs in one basket yeah not even close and so after that that's when i was like okay buckle up let's go mm -hmm. and then ever since then it's been like Phew, through all these experiences yeah that's, so that's crazy now you, now you're there now you understand what how you got here <laughs> Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. Like, so, okay, so obviously you make it. So then you make it to quarterfinals, your 200th, mm -hmm. and then the next year is when you finally make it to semi as an individual? Yes. Yeah. It happened that quick. Yeah, so I got that just like touch, that little taste of like, ooh, yeah. wow, that could happen. And actually, this kind of circles into this current season really well. So right after that the we were in chicago i lived in chicago a lot of crossfit teams individual athletes come through chicago on their way to madison okay it's the closest major city yeah so the uh this team from new zealand chose the gym that i worked at to train at for about two weeks before they went up to madison mm -hmm. so these four athletes come in their coach comes in i'm loving watching like i'm yeah. always like oh my god this is so cool like watching <laughs> for like massive bodied athletes like training together that's what i dream of hanging out a little longer and now i'm on the team yeah <laughs> but, uh, uh but so they came and they're so friendly i met the coach um and it's just like, kind of shared with him a little bit of my goals i was like i think it would be kind of cool like wouldn't it be awesome if i could make semifinals next year and he had seen me clean one time and then like do a workout with a couple of ring muscle ups and he was like oh if you do my program you'll make it and i was like 
<laughs> but at that time was the exact moment where I was like, okay, I should pick a program and just follow it. Yeah. Again, Hunter is the one that like is telling me all what to do. Sure. He was like, because I would just randomly do like some workouts here and there. I'd hop into class. I was kind of like scattered. Yep. Um, so he was like, pick a program and just stick to it to a T. And I was like, okay, which one should I do? So that was happening at the same time. So because these athletes from New Zealand, they're, they were great with like all their long aerobic capacity monostructural stuff. And that's where I was really weak at. So I was like, well, this probably would be a good program for me to do if they're mm -hmm. all good at it. And I kind of liked that like not everybody else was going to be doing it too. Yeah. Um, so I chose to just follow that program. So I just followed their, it's six, four training systems. Um, I just followed their general competitor program. Nothing specific to me. It was just what he had already had in place. And after doing that for that season, I qualified individually. I got a backfill invite. I'm the queen of backfills, but if you same as water, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you have to be top 120, I was 124, so oh, that was damn. close enough to get a backfill. You got in. Who cares, yeah. right? Oh yeah. So I guess on the way there, like, so you you gave up going to class, kind of, right? And you started doing your own thing, started yeah. following a program. So, <clears throat> what did you to make it from that 200th spot? to making it finally to semis. Mm -hmm. What were some of the things that you had to like put aside? Like finally, you had to make some sacrifices to get there, right? So what were some of the things that you had to do? Um, as far as, it was more like adding in more than taking away, I okay. would say. I mean, I still would be somewhat social and go out a little bit, but obviously would sacrifice like going out and drinking a ton before important events. Yeah. Like, the couple months leading up to the open or obviously like leading up to semifinals, like stop doing anything like that. But it was more about um, just following the program to a T and then really continuing to eat enough. Like I literally felt like I started taking performance enhancement drugs. Yeah. Actually fed myself appropriately. Hope I was a more pleasant person to be around too. So, uh, <laughs> the woman <laughs> hangriness. So yeah. So yeah. mean. Um, so yeah, eating more uh, and just following the program essentially yeah doing all the stuff that you hate doing i probably right. before i would see like a long engine style workout or like a machine workout and be like mm, no i'd rather do something fun yeah and now i was like okay i look forward i live in fear of being exposed on a competition floor really something that like my weakness yeah so i live in fear of that so that i am more afraid of getting exposed doing like like not being able to do a legless rope climb than I dislike training and practice. Oh yeah. So right. I look yeah. forward to like when they announced that 10 legless rope climb for time workout, I was like, I don't even know if I can do four. Like I just hadn't done that that much because I was still such a new athlete into like the next level of like the sport of CrossFit, I would say. Mm -hmm. And then like every, every time that would come up, I'm like, yes, okay, good, thank God, thank goodness. Um, like that, I, I just look forward to all the weakness work now, essentially. That's awesome. Yeah. It's good that you have that like type of perspective looking yeah. at it like that instead of looking at it like, oh shit, I got to fucking right, do this Right, because it's really uncomfortable. It's really frustrating to suck at something. Yeah, it's for sure. It's so easy to just be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, just not going to do it today. I'm great at. Yeah. So I feel good right now. Yeah. And I also am very lucky that the training program I follow manipulates skills so well, mm -hmm. I would say, because I do see some people like in the sport of CrossFit, do strength training that's not really getting them stronger. 
for okay. example. How do you mean? What do you just mean? Just like the principles of strength and conditioning. Like just not like very not like progressive. Enough, it's not consistent enough. Sure. And I'm no expert in developing like a strength training program for someone that like I wouldn't say I'm your go-to coach in that aspect, mm -hmm. but like having a background in physical therapy and strength and conditioning, um, I know enough to know like yeah, you progressive loading yeah. needs to be X amount of reps at X amount of percentage. And right. sometimes we don't meet that threshold. Yeah. Um, so I, I just bring that up just to say like, I'm glad this program that I'm doing like actually creates a difference Oh yeah. versus just gets you tired. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can you, uh, hit that record real quick again? Oh, did it stop? It will in a couple of seconds. So mm -hmm. you just gotta, <coughs> and then there we go. Okay. We're back. <laughs> How does it sound? Yeah? Okay, good. Yeah, um, I would agree. I think that CrossFit, not that I want to talk about too much about strength training here, but I yeah. think that a lot of the a lot of the programming is just like too conjugate-y where it's just like too varied too much. And they yeah, you still have, yeah, it's still beneficial to yeah. just follow the basic. Right, like you should probably squat once or twice a week. You should probably bench press or OHP, something like that, and follow progression based off of that. Instead of like, I see like sometimes people don't even like don't squat even once a week because they're like just doing the Olympic lifts or whatever. And then they switch it up. Yeah. Like if strength is one of your holes, like you're not going to get stronger doing hang snatch snatch. Right. Exactly. Olympic yeah. lifting, for yeah. example. Yeah. Like, you got to work on it yeah. all in, in a progressive manner for sure. So then going from semis to now games. So we've had like, or you've had rather, you've had a year so far, like a really crazy year, mm -hmm. right? Yes. <coughs> so this is like your first year owning this business, right? Owning and operating um, a year and a half? Going up on two now. Going up on two. Yeah, yeah. So in two years, you've done, you've opened a business, you've become a semifinals level athlete, and now you're like going to the games. You went to New Zealand for two stints, right? One six week and then one four week. About, yeah. What was all that like, like putting that all together? Ah, uh, that was obviously amazing such a special special experience yeah. and i'm so so thankful for it yeah uh but it was hard i would say it was a little bit challenging because when you get to like owning a business is a full-time job training mm. for the games is a full-time job so with those two big 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 goals of mine you have if you choose to take one to the full length of where you want to take it it's going to take away from another one. Yeah. One has to kind of yeah. go to the wayside a little bit. Yeah. So that was hard because I do identify as being career focused. Mm -hmm. I want to grow this business. I take a lot of pride in what we are trying to do in the profession of physical therapy here at Onward. Um, and that's a really important part of my identity is being a member of this team. Sure. And, but I also have this amazing opportunity to, meet a personal goal of mine of going to the CrossFit yeah. games. So it, it, I still sometimes struggle with the fact that I chose to do that and like totally put onward aside a little bit. I was able to see some clients virtually while I was away and do some of the back end work. But when it comes to like the games, like it's, it's taken over. Like I have thought about the CrossFit games every single day since January 15th. I think, yeah, I think I would too if yeah. I was, if like I made it to the CrossFit single, Games. Yeah. Like when, when you're trying to do this, you're A, not going to go all the way across the Games and do it 80%. Yeah. You're going to go all in and B, what was my B? Crap. I forgot what I was going to say. You'll have to edit that out. 
So you're yeah, going to go gonna, all in. Yeah, you're going to go all in, obviously. And I forgot, oh, shoot, I forgot. But like, oh, I was going to say, like, every single decision you make yeah. when it's this extreme of a sport directly affects what you're going to do in August, essentially, yeah. or if you make it to August. 100%. So yeah. it's consumed, like, every single thought. Um, I am so glad that I have a business partner because yeah. if I was by myself, I would have, like, had to probably shut down my clinic. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, I, I would have probably had to take, like, a strong left turn on, like, those goals. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't know if I could have, I, like, I don't know if throwing away my current situation with where I'm at in my career is worth reaching that goal of CrossFit Games. Okay. That would have been a really hard decision to make. And yeah. I'm glad I did not have to make it. Um, but the fact that I have a business partner, he True. allowed me, <laughs> he allowed me, we agreed that we can make this work. Yeah. And I'm going to owe him for the rest of my life. That guy, man. Drew, you're amazing. He's my personal PT. He that works guy. on me. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> oh, special guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So like for, okay. Because I have some of like these things, right, that are in my heart. I feel like that if I don't accomplish before I die, I won't be fulfilled, right? Mm -hmm. Is the CrossFit Games that to you now? That's a good question. Because it is such an important thing. I'm so excited. Yeah. I can't even fully wrap my head around the fact that like, yeah, you could say I'm a games athlete now because we haven't done it yet. So no, but you, you but are, because like you made it yeah. and you're going, uh, yeah, I, but you're right. Like until two years ago, I didn't even think it was a possibility. I was like, Oh, I'm so glad they finally made it quarterfinals. That's going to be my thing. And then I was yeah. like, Oh my God, look at my vitals. Like maybe I could do that. And then I did. Yeah. And the jump from individual semifinals of finishing like 19th to where I was to now being, now you have to be like five to ten ish depending on your region or something like that but going from like where i middle of the pack to qualifying is a even like probably double the leap that i made from year one of quarterfinals to two yeah so i still didn't even expect that mm -hmm. the games to be an opportunity so i didn't even let myself like say that's a goal and but now with this like kind of change like a surprise i'm going team <laughs> um and all of a sudden it was a realistic opportunity I guess first T first what? try. Yeah. First try. Yeah. Um, but again, I probably wouldn't have signed, like I probably wouldn't have said, yes, I'm going to put everything on hold and make all these sacrifices. If we didn't think it was a 99% chance, like going to happen. Yeah. But okay. I say all of that to say like, no, I don't know. It wasn't like I have to do this before I die thing. Cause I didn't think it was a possibility. Cause I was Hunter says I'm being self limiting. I thought I was being realistic, but maybe he was right. So I, yeah. <laughs> Okay, we'll we gotta get Hunter on the podcast we'll, next time. Yeah, I would love to actually. He's got such a high <laughs> IQ with this stuff. I feel like, and this isn't like a CrossFit centric centric like it's not centered yeah, around CrossFit. Does. But I would love to talk to him about that because be I would tend to agree with him. I think that um, the only limiting factor for most people, especially for some like me, I'll just use myself for example, mm -hmm. is self belief. Like I think that the body is so capable of anything that you put it through, but some people just aren't willing to make certain sacrifices and that's fine. It's totally fine. You don't have to, not everybody has to chase greatness right. or anything like that, but you are missing out on some things that are also valuable in life and they could be fulfilling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you know, some people, some people going out and drinking on the weekend, it might be valuable to them. That might be their way to express themselves fully because they don't have the ability to without the or whatever. Life. Like I'm yeah. glad I had that phase of like going and having, it was 
fun. Yeah, <laughs> totally. My friends, great friends from that. Yeah. Like, we, I think we did it responsibly. But <laughs> well, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> At least some some responsible nights, right? <laughs> but yeah, it's um, I think I truly believe that it really is just self-limiting beliefs. I think that anybody I have like a delusional optimism for everyone. I think that anybody can do anything if they truly want it. I think that there's a difference between wanting something and saying you want it. Mm -hmm. But if you truly want it and you really put in the effort and you really give yourself uh, your all, I just like, I don't think it's impossible for anything, you know? So I would agree with him. It probably yeah. was some self-limiting beliefs, yeah. especially you're already a D1 athlete. Well, I'm, and I'm you know? still working on realizing that like I'm, I am at that level. Yeah. Like I was at Wadapalooza and was like, again, backfill invite, like heart, like feel like I don't belong there because I only got here on a backfill invite. Like imposter syndrome. Maybe, uh, but just looking at other athletes and holding them on a pedestal higher than me. Yeah, sure. Because I still don't think, like, I know where I've been. I've only been doing it so long. Like, I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. And I just only view myself as, like, I can only be this good. Mm -hmm. And then I finally, like, go to Waterpalooza and I get second with a field of athletes that are, fan like, who have been to the games on teams or other sem individual semifinal, like, athletes that in my head I've ranked higher than myself yeah and we were talking to actually Brian Friend at uh Wadapuza because he was having a conversation with Hunter and he tur they turned to me and they were like do you realize you're there yet yeah and I was like I mean I guess yeah like I I said yes I think once I got second I was like that's pretty cool given you look at the RX division in previous years and who podium there yeah some of them end up at the games in the future yeah. and I still make the excuse excuse in my head of like yeah but that, that's <laughs> different like that's we're different but then I in CrossFit you have to see though that <laughs> even in the RX division like with a lot of those competitions you are amongst elites oh know? yeah for sure like when you're in the bigger competitions yeah so, so I'm still working on believing that I also belong there and I think I was just reflecting on semifinals today and our first event that we mm -hmm. won and I was that's easily going to remain one of the highlights of my athletic career yeah was finishing first not only because of the freaking flames at the Torian pro that was <laughs> dope but confetti spraying that everywhere. finally proved to me oh we belong yeah 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 you for sure yeah. do. i mean and that was yeah. in a team aspect like thank goodness my teammates could hold that sandbag better than i could because <laughs> that's how we we got there but that we showed up and proved ourselves and that was a monumental moment in my personal athletic career i think when you actually step on the games floor too it'll like be even yeah. more of like holy shit i might be able to do this by myself or whatever <sighs> yeah I know, i'm still working on that yeah but i said it for the first time to one of my friends the other day that next year my goal is yeah crossfit games games it's good go individual and so i can like still be here build my practice train and why would i just have the same goal of going to some like i've already done semifinals. yeah so like yeah the what are you what am i doing if it's not to like see if i can get top 10 yeah or how totally. many ever spots i have in this region so yeah that's the goal sweet proud myself for saying it out loud <laughs> good yeah you should you got to put it out there right yeah i don't put a lot of my stuff out there anymore because i feel like if i say it like i like start to believe it too much where i might not even put the work in anymore <laughs> so i'm like I know it's it weird. No it it doesn't, but in my, <laughs> in my life, the way that I've like watched myself, like do things, I'm like, if I talk about a goal too much, I like think it's real. And I just like, don't work on it as much. But when I shut up and I don't tell anybody shit, mm -hmm. I actually just start doing it. Okay. Cause I'm like, I would just rather show people what's going to happen than talk about it. But anyway, yeah. we've talked about the glitz and the glam, right? You made it to the CrossFit games. You went to um, New Zealand. 
all right, now you're you're actually like in the thick of it. You're like going to the games and shit. There's got to be, and you have this business, you have a business partner. The choices that you make, you have a boyfriend. The choices you make now can definitely affect the your surroundings, your environment, right? So what are like some of the things that you have to, there's got to be some level of sacrifice, right? Like you said, you if you're going all in on one thing, something's got to suffer. What are some of the things that you feel like you're sacrificing now? How does it affect relationships? How is it affecting your business, your business relationship? Drew's like the nicest guy on earth. He's amazing. So I'm sure he's all good. But how do you feel like it affects the people around you? And how does it affect you emotionally and mentally? Yeah, it's it's anytime I start getting down Mm. on, oh my goodness, this would be so much easier if I could only focus on training. Because when I was in New Zealand, I did kind of get a sense. I still did some stuff in the background of like the back end stuff of the business, but it was nowhere near as much like hours in the clinic of sure. seeing X amount of patients per week. Um, so I got a little bit of taste of like what it is to just fully feel like athlete mode. Mm-hmm. So anytime I start to feel a little that must bit have like, been so cool. It, I just I'm very it. lucky to have been able to do yeah. that. Very, very, very lucky. It was a very special experience. Shout out to Rich and Janine who housed me. Oh, the beautiful, most beautiful people on this planet. <laughs> oh, anyways, I'm going to cry. Uh, no. Any, so take three. Anytime I start to feel a little upset that my life is so much harder than all the athletes that get paid to work out and only train, I remind myself that like after this, after the games, I'm still going to have this identity. Yeah. Whether we get first, whether we get last. Mm-hmm. And that, again, helps me like decrease the stress in my head about it so I'm so thankful that I have something to turn to like after a bad practice I come into the clinic and like you have like you completely are forced to change your mindset yeah and that is something I've learned like is really helpful for me because I'm that's where I struggle I had a bad practice and I would go back home while I was in New Zealand it was really easy for me to like sit and stew on that a bit yep and I probably should just work on that in itself but I think I just function better when I have more things on my plate. So currently with the business, I am maintaining like the case that I have and still doing like patient care to all of my current clients. If new come in, great. Um, I'm absolutely available for all of that because you simply can't just train 24 hours out of the day. So I just have to make a harder, like a stronger effort to like bringing enough food to work. So I'm not like in a deficit. Yep. Struggle with that still, but absolutely loving being back in the clinic and working a bit because my clients are amazing. I have the best clients. Um, so that brings me a lot of fulfillment and joy. Uh, but it, after we get past this season, then we're going to go back into like growth mode yeah, with the team. Sure. We just hired a new employee, Jake. He's fantastic. Yeah. Congrats. So by the way. thank you. He's so motivated. So I'm almost like, s- I'm just excited to like team up with him because we both are going to go into like growth mode yeah. too. He's posting so much on social. He's doing great. Too. Yeah, yeah. He's doing so good. Yeah. So we have Jake here. He's available for physical therapy if you need it along yeah. with myself. Uh, we we're developing a really cool crew here. So I am because I know I'm going to be so sad with his ends. Like mm-hmm. I was talking to Kendall one day when I was, um, in New Zealand, and he was like, Kelly, you're going to be a part of one of the biggest days of my life, talking about the CrossFit game, <laughs> like bending that we made it, but now we made it, so we can say it. But he was like, you're going to be a part of one of the biggest experiences of my life, and then I'm just never going to see you again. And I was like, <laughs> oh, God. Like, that's how he said it. And I was like, that makes me so depressed, because these are such important, amazing people. That's that a really weird thing my, to say. <laughs> like, 
please in New Zealand. Like, I think I'm going to see them again. <laughs> yeah, like, I will sure. see them again. Yeah. Absolutely. But if I ever see them, they're going to move to Australia after this. I've got to, like, carve out two weeks and find the funds to get my butt to Australia. You will. They're lifelong And so, friends. like, yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> like, you know how? Have you ever heard of... um like girl gets stuck in a tree and the fireman saves her out of the tree and now they're like lifelong friends because they went through this trauma experience together like you know what i mean they're lifelong friends or yeah yeah yeah. like uh-huh. and you've seen that right no, i've never seen that so i feel like going through semifinals and going through the crossing games is like not a trauma experience <laughs> but like like your trauma bonding with your teammates we have such a deep bond from enduring this together yeah for sure <laughs> all right yeah that's how i'm explaining yeah yeah, yeah. i think it's, it's a okay. good explanation like some of the but... most important people in my life that yeah like i'm depressed i'm not gonna see them again yeah for probably a, a good amount of time mm-hmm. it's really hard to connect even like facetime like we only have a couple windows out of the day right, where we're yeah. both awake um so that's really sad so i already know after the crossfit games i've thought about it since January 15th every single day, I'm gonna be a little lost. Mm. But I'm so happy that I have this business that I'm just gonna dive into. I scheduled, I'm gonna compete at one of our local comps with one of my really good friends, Alyssa. We're gonna go up to the Big Impact Games. Have you heard of that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm so excited to compete with her because we haven't ever gotten the chance to do it. Um, So I've already like booked a bunch of things to keep me looking forward that's awesome just because yeah. i know it, it'll be a little bit of a dark place for a couple days she's just gonna like show <laughs> up and just not try and win well Alyssa, she's gonna run laps around me she's so fit is she oh she's, she's good. so fit yeah, yeah yeah that's awesome yeah so i'm just gonna hold on because i probably will take a good two weeks off yeah uh, and then that'll help like kind of pick me back up to like, okay, you got to start moving in a little bit. Bring the motivation back. It's always hard to get back into it after a big comp. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I've already like, I feel like I'm doing a really good job of setting things up to keep moving. Good. Be like excited after a really big event like this. Yeah. That's super good. Yeah. Do you feel like, do you feel like the road to the games? Cause you're training so much. You have to focus on eating a lot. Like what are some of the things that you've, I don't want to say that you feel like you're missing out on, but what are some of the things that you have had to kind of push to the side so that you can make this a reality and do the best that you can do on game day? Um, well, one thing I've changed a little bit because I, I hate my cooking. Mm. I don't enjoy doing it and I'm tired. It's a lot of training. So I'm kind of tired. Yeah. So I have it reinvested like a little bit towards myself to like get uh, a meal prep company. They didn't sponsor you stuff. yet? Um, no. What the fuck? <laughs> well, I, I don't, you know, I guess I could ask again, but yeah. they that's been so helpful because they're great. It's a local meal prep company there. It's a fresh chef MKE and every meal I've gotten has been I'm going to bleep that out until they agree to sponsor you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like that's one adjustment I've made because I normally don't want to spend money mm-hmm. on something that I could just do myself yeah, for if sure. I like had the energy, but because I'm here a lot and then I'm training more than I've ever trained before. Like I am trying to make that, I'm paying for the convenience too. Yeah, so like sure. just leading up to it, that's one thing I've adjusted that has been help, really helpful. Cool. Uh, because I know if I'm not feeling enough, like I'm performance and then likelihood of injury is gonna yeah. peak. So, uh, don't I know that? Yeah. Don't I know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was it? Oh, and then like I also get a lot of enjoyment out of experiences mm-hmm. is one thing I've learned. That's why I, I like I had such a fun, fun experience in New Zealand. I made the most of it. So I get a lot out of going and doing things. Yeah. 
so I have like this amount of volume that we're doing is really exhausting. So yeah. over the weekend, it's kind of like I would normally try to go do something like enjoy Milwaukee's summer. Yeah, Milwaukee summer like rules. In the winter, it's fine. I just kind of sit on the couch mm-hmm. and like watch a movie or whatever. But I try because winter's so bad. Like try to go do stuff and like learn how to love Milwaukee because I'm still kind of new here. Yeah. And so sometimes like I'm just too tired to go do that sometimes. Yeah. So just being like, it's okay. You are investing this time into setting yourself up to have the best training session because all of these training sessions eventually like add up. Yeah. Compounds. Yeah. 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 So not that one individually is going to make or break our games, but a lot of them together haven't changed your skill set. So, uh, those are, I guess some of the things that have changed. Nice. All right, cool. Well, with that, I'm just going to ask you three questions. Oh, okay. I've enjoyed so much talking to you about this. It's been great. Um, a great first guess. So, okay. Number one, what is like your biggest goal or the goal that you're looking forward to the most to complete? For the season? In general, it could be for the season. Yeah. But what's like a really big goal of yours that you want to complete? Well, I guess for this season, our like objective goal would be for me, if there's cuts, I don't want to get cut. Okay. See the end of the weekend. it's not too far away from me, but my teammates are coming from halfway on the other side of the world. Yeah. If they don't get to compete in the whole event, I see that as a problem. You know? Oh, I forgot that, that was a thing that they, they cut I'm people. not sure. We, I don't think I've seen any info on if they're going to make cuts mm-hmm. or not, but they typically do after wow. day two or three or something Oh, like God, that. that's pressure. So that's <laughs> one goal that I have. I think it would be fantastic <coughs> to be able to finish the entire weekend. Sweet. Um, I don't really know what my other goals are. I think... I've listened to a bunch of podcasts of other people, other games athletes, like talking about it. And I remember one saying like first event comes on and then all of a sudden it's the end. Like it's, it's like a blur. So they tried to like take in all this like senses, like breathe and like look around, look at the crowd, like see everything. So I, I know that I tend to get caught up in the moment of nerves or like getting down on one event or something like that i want to walk away being like i enjoyed every single freaking moment of this competition yeah that's awesome because it's such a special special experience these people we're only going to be out of this one time we this is a once in a lifetime opportunity literally yeah it's going to be fucking so awesome. i think i want i think i need to like put a like reminders in my phone like every like couple hours it'll just go off to be like enjoy the moment gratitude mindfulness yeah. moment to yeah. pull me out of like just the, the mindset you can get that I tend to get in because I look past at some of my other competitions and that can't necessarily say I've say I've felt that way. Yeah. And this is just going to be so special that I just don't want to get so overwhelmed that I'm like already sad it's done before it even happens yeah. or something, you know? For sure. So that's, that, I guess that would be one goal. Thanks for helping me identify that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I actually, I don't know if you use Headspace at all, if you do any meditation. I have actually. Yeah, that's so huge. So they have this new feature, at least new for me, where you can set a reminder for like a mindful oh, moment. Headspace itself. Yeah, yeah, it'll like yeah, send okay. you a mindful moment reminder. Not oh, not to like right. meditate, but just to have a mindful moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's great. On top of that, what are you willing to sacrifice to achieve that goal? Or I guess let's not say sacrifice. What are you willing to do that, yeah, it's to do that? Because that's not a yeah. I don't view any of this as sacrifice. Sure, yeah. I don't that's think fine. it should be viewed as a sacrifice when 
you like if you see it as a sacrifice your goal you probably need to adjust then i would actually as we're talking have to agree with you at least in this instance yeah yeah Yeah. i would because i don't feel like i'm missing out on anything yeah okay and i don't know if it's just because i did get to go live my life of like being social and all that stuff before like say i don't know some of the younger athletes that are up and coming right now like didn't go experience college right and that's just those are transformative years and yeah so important and because i did get to do that i have no problem being a little less social now or so like yeah, yeah. is it really th- i don't know is it not that important i don't know it's not a but sacrifice to you it's just a different stage of life yeah so i yeah. i don't it's not that hard some days are hard to go in and move yeah but putting yourself around the right people you get you get it done okay that's great yeah so then last one what are you not willing to sacrifice for the goal happiness in my career I would say I love that yeah that's good yeah Yeah, as soon as it's not fun yeah and for me the winning obviously huge bonus Mm -hmm. like that event one at semifinals like sick uh all of that's amazing but I am so addicted to the process of like getting better Mm -hmm. and seeing how good I can get so like I think it's so important to like enjoy the journey Mm -hmm. but it's not all about the day of competition so as soon as i don't enjoy that journey or like i don't know can you tap out on getting better like as soon as i'm not getting better and day in and day out i'm miserable like that would be a time to cool it i guess um so i guess yeah happiness and yeah like the other half of my identity is something i probably wouldn't give up that's awesome dude well hey on that we're gonna end this pod thanks so much for being the first one on i really really appreciate you Yeah, thanks for listening. Anybody that wants to sponsor the team, say the team, plug the team, plug your business, everything. Uh, The affiliate plus 6-4 CrossFit and our team name, which sounds cooler, is 6-4 Army Endgame. And I'm so actually blessed. I'm so excited. We're going to have like a massive group of people at the games. Yes. That are supporters just because I feel like the like hometown hero here. This is just a little local comp I'm going to, right? Yeah. A bunch of my friends. A yeah. bunch of my friends are going to come join and yeah. be able to watch. And that's actually I, that's actually going to be really helpful, I bet, to pull me out of Hell yeah. the competitiveness. Because so many different people that I know and love are going to be there. It's a great support system. Because they love watching CrossFit as it is. Like, I've yeah. gone every single year leading up to this. So, I don't, that's going to be really cool. I do not, spe- like, particularly love watching CrossFit. But because you're in it, because a friend is in it, I'm going to be like, oh, I fucking want to watch it. Like Aaliyah, I didn't want to watch the semifinals at all, but because I knew that yeah, you and Aaliyah were in it, I was like, okay, I'm going to oh, watch it. Yeah. Way more. Yeah. And then Heather, she, I, Heather was well, watching I everything. I love watching yeah. it. <laughs> I love it. Like I'm bummed that I probably won't be able to like go and watch all the individual events. Cause I got to like focus on this. You're going to be so high from being on that field. You're oh, going to be man, like, I, I can't even watch these I other know, motherfuckers, yeah. you know? So <laughs> <laughs> all right. So like subscribe. Thanks for watching. We'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks. Awesome. Dude, this is great. Thanks. Oh, that was awesome. That's Kelly, cool. appreciate it, dude. I feel like I got butt sweat. Oh, man, my back is so sweaty. Dude, I appreciate you. Thanks. Did you hit stop record? Yeah, there's sweat on this chair. God, now? Yeah. What do you got now? What are you going to do? Yeah. How pumped is Hunter about this whole thing? Oh, man. He's pumped, yeah. Did he get a college game ticket? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay.
We would have done an extra day for that. We would. We would have done that extra day for that. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, I'm home. I also just think, like, do we have the ability to not have anything? Yeah. Yeah. Top 10? 